And now the time fight fans all across the globe have been waiting for. It's the Trackstar Sports MMA main card with your man, The Voice. As always, let's start off with some headlines and hot takes. Now, though this is not the outsider's edge, salute to Damo and Jake Hills. I do have a bit of WWE news because it's a crossover between the two sports Smackdown has been announced to have their matches shown on Fox for the next five years at the tune of 205 million dollars a year over the next five years which is just over a billion dollars that's right billion with a B as in Bravo. Smackdown, yeah, they average over two and a half million viewers a week. When I heard that, and I know that the figure is right around what Fox was offering the UFC, I knew that they were on their way out. What I didn't expect was that ESPN would be the ones to pick up the broadcast rights as well so now they have all the business both streaming as well as broadcast and that changed the streaming deal just a bit they're going to be 10 events on espn and or espn 2 and 20 events on espn plus a year and ESPN gets the rights to the prelim bouts for all 12 pay-per-views a year. That's 42 events, 42 weekends of programming for $300 million a year. That's not bad. Plus, they get Dana White's Contender Series and other original programming. This is looking like a major coup for both sides. I wonder if this had anything to do with the Holly Holm and Megan Anderson fight getting promoted to the main card for UFC 225. Hmm. Moving on. According to the Orange County Register, Cub Swanson and Hanato Moicano are set to square off at UFC 227 this August at Staples Arena in Los Angeles, California. Now, a lot of people, including myself, asked, how did Mackenzie Dern break into the strawweight rankings when she was just under the flyweight limit for her last fight? Well, the voice of the people has been heard, and she was pulled from the rankings this week. I read an insightful article that was written by Jesse Holland of MMA Mania about the recent changes in the rankings. He pointed out that another non-combatant from this past weekend also lost their spot as former heavyweight champion 
Fabricio Verdum was removed as well. Now, his removal most likely is due to being flagged for performance-enhancing drugs by USADA earlier in the week. The greatest impact, as far as rankings were concerned, for a combatant at UFC Chile was Kamaru, the Nigerian nightmare, Usman. He moved up two spots to number five in the welterweight division with his victory over Damian Maya. Trackstar Sports is a part of Trackstars, which is a Christian media company determined to bring high quality, godly content to the mainstream. Musical content is one of the things we're best known for. We recently started CHH Leaks, and one of the songs that caught my attention was Water by Shim Rivera. I'm going to use that song today like a walkout song as I transition from headlines and hot takes into the previews this week. So check out the track, and on the other side, I'll preview Bellator 200 and UFC Liverpool. We bought the shoe, call it a movie clip, clip, clip. I know we kept this cause we coming here, hip, yeah. Now we hip, hip. Gotta ride away, gotta ride away. It's no time of day to go laugh and play. We on the road, yeah. By the road to boat, yeah. Just walk the float in front of a bunch of foes. Don't need the boat to know he's a gold. He'll drive for souls, yeah. Won't get pneumonia. He walk that walk, don't talk that talk. If you not bought that holy cross, so thank your mom. Cause she done pray for you to set the cameras up. Bet they wanna see us fall. Cause we came in so freaking hard. No space for frost. They better stay outside next to the lonely dog. Don't knock on the door. Mr. Ding Ding Dog, where you from? I'm familiar. You better start to run. The rent is due. Yeah. It's kingdom grew. Okay. I lie back then. Still got space for you. Let's get with it. Let's go get it. Let us say some lies and fill it. Get on the way. Surfing the day. We want to make sure his people are safe. I know holy water is evidently priceless. Time to make it up. CHH, we winning prizes. Water dripping. Wave. Splash. Water dripping. Wave. Splash. Water dripping. Wave. Splash. Water dripping. Bye. Bye.
Bellator 200 takes place at the SSE Arena in London, England on May 25th. Now, Roy Nelson lost out on headlining this historic event. Then he lost his placement on the car altogether when a replacement couldn't be found for Miracle Krokop, whose left leg sent him to the hospital. Fight fans, I'm sorry. I could not pass up on using that pun. I know a lot of times I say uh, pun unintended. This time, pun fully intended. <laughs> anyway, now the middleweight championship is the main event as Rafael Carvalho goes against gay guard Musasi for the belt. Musasi is favored to win the fight. However, Carvalho has not lost since his debut back in December 2011. The level of competition that Carvalho has faced, as well as some lackluster performances, are the main reasons why he's not favored. All but three of Rafael's 15 victories, though, have come by knockout. The Dreamcatcher, he's only been knocked out once in his career, and it was in phenomenally devastating fashion as Uriah Hall caught him with a jump spinning back kick and then followed up with some grinding power. Oh, man, it was, it was great. If you got fight pass, you need to go back and see that fight if you haven't seen it. But that's the only time that gay guard has been knocked out. Though he's only a year older than Carvalho, Gegard has been fighting since 2003. And when you've been fighting for 15 years, the end has to be near. Nick Baldwin of Bloody Elbow reported that after finishing the five fights left on his contract with Bellator, yeah, the dream catcher said he is not committing to anything. Of the 43 victories, that he's had, 23 of those will come by knockout and 12 by submission. So you know that Gagar has a well-rounded game and various ways to get the job done. The co-main event will be between Michael Venom Page and Dave the Caveman Rickles. This is also the Voices Marking matchup. Nearly any time the MVP fights is must-see TV. He's one of the most creative strikers in the game. And his post-fight celebrations are pretty legendary, too. He owns possibly the most vicious knockout in MMA history, crushing Cyborg Santos's head with a flying knee. I mean, literally crushing his head. Rickles... He's known for having some epic walkouts, so you definitely don't want to miss out on that. And Rickles is kind of up the ante this time, as in both of the stare downs, he's pantomime taking Paige's heart out and holding it up, uh, kind of like old school um, Mortal Kombat style. At the ceremonial weigh-ins, he even brought out a foam heart and held it up in the air as Paige struck his trademark snake pose and had his hand up in the air. 
This is the highest profile fight that the MVP has faced since he fought Cyborg. Rickles, though, has been knocked out multiple times at lightweight. So I'm not sure if he'll fare any better at welterweight. He has less weight to cut, so maybe that'll provide for more endurance. For his sake, I hope so. MVP's not been tested on the ground. And really, when people have tried to take him, he's been able to pop right back up. Rickles, though, has had a string of victories via submission earlier on in his career, and it would behoove him to go back to that well. Last time he did so was in 2011. Since then, most of his victories have been by KO. But if he's looking to get into a striking match with MVP, it's like bringing a butter knife to an AK-47 fight. Yeah, he don't want to do that. Phil Davis will be taking on Linton Vassal. And Swarm Vassal will have his countrymen behind him as he takes on the former champion in Phil Davis. Vassal has challenged both Emmanuel Newton and Ryan Bader for the gold in Bellator and came up short in both of those outings. He did beat former champion Liam McGeary last time that Bellator was in Jolly Old England, and he hopes to have a repeat performance versus another former champion in Davis. It's been just under a year since Mr. Wonderful lost the title to Ryan Bader. Since then, he's only fought once, which was a decision victory at his alma mater, Penn State. With a win over Sal, he should be at the front of the line for a title shot whenever Bader's involvement in the Grand Prix is over. On this card, you also have Aaron Chalmers, who's an alum of MTV UK's version of the Jersey Shore called the Geordie Shore. He's going to be taking on Ash Griffiths in his Bellator debut. The reality star is undefeated with two submissions and one KO to his record. All of his previous fights were in England, and they were under the Bama banner, which... Bama helps Bellator out whenever Bellator comes to the UK by providing fighters for the undercard. Uh, they really work together well there in, in a partnership. And Scott Coker has worked in partnerships with different fight organizations ever since the Strike Force days. He was never afraid to do that. Now, after a submission loss in 2015, Griffiths took two years off only to come back and lose twice. So he's hoping to break his bad streak of three years of losing with a victory on Saturday. I'm sorry, on Friday. Anastasia Yankova and Kate Jackson will be the curtain jerker, at least based on the information I can find. And Yankova is looking to keep her undefeated streak going as she'll be fighting for the first time in 2018 she only fought once in 2017 and this was after making a big splash with Bellator in her debut back in 2016 she was brought in as one of the bruising Bellator beauties or at least that's what I like to call them Uh, Bellator got a number of fighters female fighters and put them in their stable 
and uh, did a lot of social media marketing with them based on their looks, hoping that things would turn out. And really hasn't turned out too well for many of them. I know uh, Ellen Bruna, her results have been mixed, and I can't think of the other one, but there were about three of them that they brought over, three to four at one time, and Yankova has stood out as the best that they have attempted to market in this fashion, or at least of that crop. Unfortunately, Yankova has struggled to make 125 in the past, which has slowed that hype train down a bit. Like Vassal, Kate Jackson should have the backing of the faithful at SSE Arena in her third Bellator fight. It's the second consecutive high-profile contest that she's had as her last fight was in December versus Valerie Trouble Letourneau as she was making her Bellator debut. The Voices marquee matchup for the undercard. Yeah, I've got one for the undercard here. It's going to be Charlie Ward versus Lewis King. Last time Ward fought, it was a controversial stoppage. But it didn't have anything to do with what he did or his opponent did. But more so what his boss and teammate Conor McGregor did. Scott Coker said in the scrum earlier that he doesn't think there's going to be any issues and that McGregor is more than welcome to come to the fight. Having a bit of the McGregor rub doesn't hurt you as a fighter. And it makes this fight worth paying attention to. The undercard is going to be streamed on the Bellator app starting at 11.30 a.m. Central and 12.30 Eastern. UFC Liverpool will take place at Echo Arena. And the main event pits Darren Till versus the wonder boy, Stephen Thompson. Now, there's been a lot of hype and a lot of questions around Darren Till's career. His last win was his best to date as he stopped Cowboy Cerrone in the first round. Till is a huge welterweight. And he says he'll probably fight a light heavyweight before his career is over. He's going to need to lean on his power striking as he takes on one of the most feared and revered karate specialists in the UFC. With one wrong move, Stephen Thompson will have you wondering what happened. The stakes are high and the pressure is on till as he headlines fight night 130 in his hometown of Liverpool in front of a band of ravaged scousers. In the co-main event, Neil Magny is taking on Craig White. Who is Craig White, you ask? <laughs> I ask myself the same thing. The Thundercat is filling in for Gunnar Nelson, who's pulled from the car due to injury. The 21-bout veteran and Cage Warriors alum has battled with notable fighters like Oscar Pashada, Leon Edwards, and Matt Inman, just to name a few. Now, he's going to make 
his UFC debut in the co-main event. Magny, he's looking to build some buzz back around himself in middleweight after picking up a win in probably the most notable fight that he's had, or at least the biggest name that he's had a victory over, which is Carlos Conte, the former interim welterweight champion back in their fight in December. He also has a win over the surging Kelvin Gastelum under his belt. So stringing together a couple victories can make the Coast Guard vet a contender at 185. Arnold Allen wants to keep his unbeaten UFC streak alive versus Maz Brunel. The once beaten Allen has, has a fairly even approach as four of his 12 victories, only four of them, have gone the distance. Most of his stoppages have been by strikes, but he's had a handful of submissions too. He'll need to use that submission prowess, specifically the defense, against Burnell, as two-thirds of Mad's victories have come by submission. With more wins, though, than Burnell has fights, the experience advantage goes to Allen, who also has had the more notable competition. Another fight on this card, which is the Voices Marquee matchup. It's Jason Knight versus Makwan Amir Khani. Why is this the Voices Marquee matchup? It will be because Mississippi Mean Kick Diaz, the kid, Jason Knight, doesn't know any way to compete, but in an exciting fashion. Until losing to Arnold Allen in his last fight, Mr. Finland, Makwan Americani, hadn't tasted defeat since 2014. He started his UFC career off with an eight-second knockout of Andy Ogle in Sweden. Makwan gained a lot of fans doing that, including myself, and a lot of attention from the MMA faithful. Mr. Finland has not been really complimentary of Knight on social media or in interviews recently saying that he was going to kill Knight and that he was going to take him out in the first round. I was listening to an interview uh, done by MMA Junkie with Jason Knight where he talked about this and he really wasn't feeling Amir Khani and, and called him some names that I'm not going to say, but yeah, it wasn't nice at all. And talked about how he and Amir Khani got into a little verbal tete-a-tete early in the week when Amir Khani doubled down on his statements and told the kid, hey, you came a long way to lose in the first round. So expect a knockdown, drag-out fight. When the pin drops, the cage door locks, the thumbs go up, and they start the clock. The curtain jerker for this, which I believe is the curtain jerker, at least based on the information I can find, is between tough vets Eric Zabrinia Spicely and Darren the Dentist Stewart. Both fighters 
desperately need a win as neither has seen victory since January of last year and the loser could very well be cut from the UFC. Speaking of tough vets, dangerous David Grant got pulled from the fight due to a staph infection and unfortunately will not be able to face the undefeated submission specialist Manny Bermudez. To keep up with Trackstar Sports, like the Trackstar Sports Facebook page, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, join the Debate Fuel Facebook group where we talk sports every day, all day long. And you can talk to and interact with your favorite Trackstar Sports correspondents there. New content gets released regularly on Anchor.fm. And salute to Anchor, who has us as a featured station right now. Anchor has been instrumental in helping Trackstar Sports grow and reach various audiences. So salute to Anchor. If you're an Android user, the easiest way to hear Trackstar Sports and all of your favorite podcasts is by downloading Podcast Republic. Once you're there, subscribe to Trackstar Sports and new episodes will be ready for your listening pleasure whenever they get posted. For iOS users, you can do the same thing via Apple Podcasts. Our flagship show within Trackstar Sports is Debate Fuel. That gets broadcast live on Periscope at 10 a.m. Eastern on Saturday mornings. You can catch replays there or you can listen to the audio podcast wherever you listen to Trackstar Sports. Until next time, it's your man, The Voice, host of the Trackstar Sports MMA main card, and I'm sounding off.